0: Oh, hi. Hello there. I didn't see you come in. This is Slurpin' and Burpit. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. It's Slurpin' and Burpit. After, like, a 24-month break, we are here. To provide you with the most cutting edge parenting advice, my name is Austin.
1: This is Steve. This is Nick,
2: and our kids are toddlers now, uh, so we're <laughs> we're experts on this after yeah. that two you know two year break. But yeah. uh, but for real, we're excited to be back and uh, talk about what's going
1: on with our little ones
2: and bring you a little bit of insight on new parenting styles. See what we can come up with. I,
1: I think it's important to note first the reason why it's been so damn long is. Uh, you have little kids; they get sick all the time, mm-hmm. or at least one of them
2: is. Yeah, you know, baby o, baby O is coming down with the RSV. Is that right? Yep, that's
0: the hot, the hot goss right now. So, Ooh. she uh, a kid in her preschool had a, like a week or two ago, um, and he was he's not been coming to school, so we thought she was good, but apparently not. And so she she's rocking it now. Just a bad cough, no breathing issues so far. Knock on wood. Nothing like that, but uh, um, Lucky for Nick He, Amanda And their baby were here last Night, uh, and they were Basically just like licking each other um, oh. So I had to make that call to Nick This morning, which is killed me to do, and I felt very bad He was very polite and understanding about it um, Hopefully uh, She avoids it And Ophelia will heal quickly
2: well, Nick always does a really good job of, you know, making sure everyone sanitizes their hand uh, mm-hmm. around Char and, you know, keeping her very safe from germs. Is that right? Would you say that's your parenting style,
1: Nick? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, she shouldn't put someone else's hand in her mouth. No, uh, you know, we're, especially when she was first born, it was wash your hands right away when you want to hold her. But if the binky falls on the floor or something, we're just trying to, you know, pop it back in. Now if we're out in, in public and it falls on the floor at the grocery store, not so much. But don't want to become one of those uh crazy germaphobe parent. Right. However, I, I will say, right. I will say RSV, like it it is scary. My um it's no joke. My niece was born on the twenty sixth of December and, and got it and uh she actually stopped breathing, so they had to rush her to the hospital. So so that was definitely scary, but um, you know, as as Jess said and as numerous people have, is our daughters are much older, well, relatively speaking, um, so they have a better immune system built built up. Well, but it sucks I, I. I'm when glad I kept sick in any way.
2: Right, I, I'm glad I kept Remy away from you know, your guys' terribly, terribly sick daughters. While well, she's a little babe, but she's already three months. I, I can't believe it, guys. It's been that long. I have like a full grown baby. I know. Yeah, she started daycare, so I, I can't wait till she comes home with some sort of Uh-oh. you know vi- virus or whatever. It's sure to happen,
0: I guess. Yeah. Your time will come. You uh, know,
2: Steve. and it, yeah, this is a yeah, pretty good topic leading us into uh, talking about parenting styles, right? Do you, you know, keep your kid at home safe from any possible infection or do you uh, expose them to everything? And, you know, if they survive, they'll come out stronger. I don't know. I, I feel like Nick and I were in that last group of kids and, you know, look how we turned out. So I don't, I don't know if that's the right way to go.
0: Right in the middle, boys. You got to, nice. sometimes you got to. F- Got to get a little RSV. Sometimes you got to get a little hand sanitizer. That's what I've always said. And I, I
1: will say, though, Amanda, like we're, we've been trying to be really good as far as raising our first kid, like our second child with the whole. You know, you hear that saying with, you know, people will drop a binky on the floor, then a will boil it right away. We'll just try to give her right back to her. But man, when when I was sick the other week or a couple weeks ago, she basically just you put a Lysol bomb in the house and just made sure everything was gone.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. We just bought some... some Are you the
2: first kid, Nick? You're the first child? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Gotta take care of you first?
0: Please do. Yeah. Man, we just... I walked in, just stayed home, luckily. Uh, She's the doctor. I feel like I'm not ready. I haven't graduated to RSV care yet. And she had Lysol out. And, man, it's like a war zone. Steve, how worried should parents be when... RSV presents itself.
2: You know, like with anything, it's a big spectrum, right? You know, it can be, you know, really, really bad, especially for those newborn infants that get it and their lungs, can't handle, you know, such a severe pulmonary infection. Uh, And if your baby's ever working hard to breathe, they need to go get evaluated. And that's who you worry about is the real little ones. But RSV is something we deal with as adults too. You know, you, you get a cold, uh, or some like mild respiratory symptoms, it's probably RSV and it's not a big deal and big spectrum there. And whether it's RSV or another infection, it's kind of the symptoms and how it's worked out for your kid that matter. So if they're working hard, that they don't look like they're doing well, have
0: someone look at them. And most of the time it's gonna be okay. Yeah, it's scary. I've only heard I've only heard the really you only hear the really bad stories. So when Jess is like, Hey man, relax, that scenario is pretty unlikely. You know, right. I'm glad to hear that, but I'm still I'm still probably overly worried. How's that pizza? It's your
2: job, man. I'm so hungry. You know, one of the hardest things about uh, going back to work, like, I go to work, you know, Allison picks her up from daycare. I come home, I'm like exhausted, right? Because I was taking care of really needy patients all day, and then yep. you have this baby to take care of that you miss, uh, and then you know she's pleasant for a little bit. Now, you know, <laughs> here know any time, she'll start melting down. And Mm -hmm. she'll cry from about 7 p.m. to midnight when she's been going to sleep. And then you have to like, you repeat that. And it's a a hard cycle to get, you know, five, six hours of sleep when I'm down on the couch. And she's like in the very squeaky swing. Mm -hmm. uh, And I like dare dare not get up to relieve my bladder or else I'll wake her up and have to repeat repeat it all. Can you imagine me not being able to relieve my bladder? (laughs) I know. I I don't know how you get up at every night, every two hours. Multiple uh, times a night. Good sleep. Yeah. I, I, ho- I hope that's not true. It, it is yeah, true. Be... <laughs> <laughs>
1: how old are you?
2: I'm
0: either diabetic not or something's wrong. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, man. Austin, I'll You're... check
1: out your prostate later. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say, you, you know, there are many a nights where you'll be laying on the couch with a little one in pain because you have to pee so bad, that's but true. afraid yeah. to get up because they'll wake up. That's why my couch smells like
0: pee. <laughs> I've always wondered. As as you I haven't,
1: did... you haven't brought,
2: why didn't you bring a catheter home? <laughs> I, I know. I could have had a, a Foley catheter in this whole time, just a pee bag on my knee.
0: That was before really painful. Remy.
2: Yeah, maybe I'll realize that's the right call for my second kid. That's what you learn. That's what being a dad is all
0: about, I think. So when you say parenting style, Steve, what do you have in mind? What are we talking about today?
2: Yeah, I guess I'm talking a little bit about like why we parent the way we do. Uh, I think that there's lots of things that influence that probably namely how we were parented uh, and the mm-hmm. generational aspects that go into them. And uh, obviously there's a million things that go into how you decide to parent, but it's important like what approach we take and wanted to get your guys' take on how you've thought about your overall approach to it. And or if that's something you think about at all, or should we
1: think be thinking about Nick Fire. Nick start us off. You know, man, I, I just wanna be a good dad. Yeah, as as far as parenting style, I, I wanna I haven't thought you know I haven't thought of like the different names or whatever's out there, but yeah, you know, I, I wanna I wanna be a good dad. I wanna be there for my kids. I'm gonna go do all their games, plays all that stuff. Um, same time, you know, definitely want to want to teach them respect, uh, teach them that they need to work hard for things and nothing's given to them.
2: Yeah. I, I think that you're touching on kind of like core American values there, right? Uh, you know, probably a lot of which. Eh, not were so much the working on. for things anymore. Oh, bazing. <laughs> Had to. Right. But no, that's a good point. I, you That is exactly part of what I'm talking about, right? Like you, you have these traditional ideals that you espouse, and you're hoping to pass on to your kid because they've been important in shaping who you are. Uh, And you know, I I think that I struggle a little bit, you know, with you know, know, my family traditional conservative upbringing, uh, and now I've bounced back the other way a little bit on the left side of things. And how how do I reconcile that? And how do I you know does that affect how I raise? My baby. I, I don't know. I think it does. But I Austin, you're you know, you're a little further along in this than me. Uh do you do you think about this much?
0: I uh, so I haven't researched a ton like like Nick said, like the names of the different styles. I know free range parenting is one and uh interests me only because it's called free range parenting. Um it's not is, that you, parenting. is that how you have an organic baby? It is. Uh <laughs> and so I think that's how kind of how my parents raised me. There weren't a ton of rules. It was just kind of a trust thing going out riding my bike all day around the neighborhood, totally fine, ring a dinner bell at night, and come home. Um, I don't see myself being that open with Ophelia. One, because we live in a much larger place now. Two, the world's a little different. Not a ton, maybe, from back then. Is
2: it, though? Is it? Or is it just like we perceive it differently? That very
0: well and could be the all case. it's the news more. It very well could be the case. But especially because we just live in a place where there's a lot more people to be worried yeah. about. And a lot more traffic, honestly, when it comes to bicycling. But, uh, no, I hope to be somewhere in the middle. So helicopter parenting is annoying. Uh, Free-range parenting is annoying because I assume they're vegan and they're going to tell you about it. Uh, So I just want to be somewhere (laughs) in between. (laughs) Right. um, And not be overbearing, but just, you know, not be the guy whose kid's screaming in a restaurant. And we're just like, oh, he's learning.
2: Yeah. No, that's true. I I guess it's balanced with all things, but I, I like what Nick has to say. Like, he just... Wants to love Shar, and it's gonna be okay. And I, I, think that's probably
1: getting it right.
2: You know, if you love your
1: kid. So we're starting to get into this. Kids sitting there screaming in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. You when st- you get home, do you spank?
2: Capital punishment is that right? When As I hear corporal? capital
1: punishment, I think something very different. I was spanked. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm pro spanking.
2: Yeah, tell if, me about if your it, spanking if it
1: causes
0: for that. When do you start spanking? How hard do you spank? Well, I usually and start. How many when, spanks do you give? When Nick first Depends gets here, I start. And then as the night progresses, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even a good. Uh, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. I, it, what, wasn't it? it? I don't know if it landed. My dad slapped me once. I'm going to tell you about that. Oh, no, shit. Um, my dad, a very peaceful man. Uh, it takes a lot to get him angry. And uh, I, I, I might have been spanked once or twice, but it, my dad is not the, the guy to lay hands on. Like he would never touch me. Until uh, so one right. night, he put me in bed, and he was cranky about something. And as he walked out of the room, I was like, "Oh, my name's Dad. <laughs> I'm so mad right now. <laughs> I'm just so mad at Austin." And he walks. He turns around. and just lays it on me. And honestly, that is so fair. Honestly, I was like, "Yeah, no, I get it. Appropriate." Was that this weekend? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, right. I forget how old I was, but uh, still to this day, he made the right call.
2: So you're saying you guys do feel like there is some room there for, you know, physical punishment for for your kids.
1: Absolutely. I think there's a difference of laying hands on versus spanking.
2: I don't know where I Wait, how I feel about it. What's handle? the difference?
1: I mean, I guess I guess when I I hear someone laid hands on someone, I imagine more of a beating. Oh, uh, okay. Um and an un, un, undeserved, you know, if, if the kids being an absolute shithead, and nothing else is working, you know, maybe maybe that's the next step to go to.
2: Now, how many times do you guys think you got spanked growing up? I I think I probably had some sort of physical punishment, maybe like, you know, less than 10 times, but more than five. I don't know.
1: No, way more than that. I was going to guess three that, to five. Yeah, me. three to five. Yeah, I I don't know. Enough.
2: <laughs> when was that? <it? laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I mean, when we were really bad, we got the belt. Oh, right. Or or the wooden spoon. Yeah, that yeah. you can't do that now. None of that. Yeah. Uh-huh. So when we were really bad, my dad back in the day, you know those uh, like those rubber or plastic um, tracks he put the little toy cars in. Uh huh.
0: Mm-hmm. Ow. That's
1: what my that's what my grandpa used. Ow.
2: That leaves a mark.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I you don't know. know whenever where... I hit my brother with that, it would leave a mark.
1: <laughs> oh so. yeah. I, st- I still remember getting backhanded by my mom and the diamond hit me right in the lip. I don't know. But, I I but don't no. know if I'm gonna I go mean, that,
2: I, that route. Yeah, you know, I I think I see where you're coming from, uh, but I just don't know if I can do it. Maybe like she'll really make me mad or whatever later, and I'll think that that's the best method. But I don't know if I really see myself spanking my daughter at this point. I'm, I mean, yeah. yeah,
1: right now when you look at her, it's like she's too damn cute. But it obviously will start with timeout. You know, you're not just going straight to to spanking them. But I mean again if it continues escalating and there's nothing else. I
0: um I don't know if I'm gonna spank either, but let me clarify that that's just what I think my decision will be. I think there right. is a time and place and it's acceptable and reasonable minds can differ, uh for some parents to spank their children, and I don't consider that to be uh a DFS call um if it's just limited oh, to absolutely that. not. Yeah. So like I, I'm not criticizing people who do decide to do that. I just I don't know that I will.
1: Like, if she's five years old and bites me, bite she's her back. Get a time out. Well, I mean, do you bite her back or do you spank her?
0: Well, you probably spank
2: because, you know, DFS might get yeah. called if there's a bite, you know, a chunk of flesh messing.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, it's not going to be anything minor that you spank for. It's going to be something more like that. Right. Why I don't
2: you... know. I, that's tough. That's tough. Like, so at work, one of the things I've been struggling with, um, you know, uh, being around a lot of physicians, you know, a lot of doctors, married doctors, right? And so, uh, one of my close colleagues, now she and her husband are both full time physicians, and they have two nannies. They have a morning nanny that gets there around six thirty, gets them ready for work, and then an evening nanny that picks them up from school, like takes them home, uh, and then like makes them a snack until the parents get home. And on one hand, I'm like, well, that's kind of nice, like they're busy. But on the other hand, it's like, whoa, that's most of the kids' lives. The parenting, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so, uh, but on the other hand, like, I think that's you know, part of you know women's empowerment and having access to work, and you know she basically runs our department, uh, and that's been a big barrier towards uh, you know women advancing in the workplace. So mm-hmm. is, is that okay or is that not? That's something I've kind of been trying to reconcile and. I I don't know is it okay is there too much nannying you can have for your kid
1: I think there is too much um I think a lot of it at the same time is is when she gets home from work how much time does she spend with the children or a lot. She get, a lot. or I say where does or does she get home and they go to bed and, you know I I think there's a fine line there I mean if you know if they're this that busy and they that's what they need but they get home and they spend time with their kids and they go to their games and help them with homework and stuff yeah right.
0: there's the nanny that replaces and there's the nanny that just assists and I don't know right. I don't know where that line is uh, but you know like if it's working for you and you have someone to care for your child and you feel like you're getting the time in then perfect I think you're you're fine uh, if anything I'm just jealous that I can't afford two nannies
1: and you'll find out when your kids get older if they're messed up or not
0: yeah, yeah that's so true the proof is in the pudding Right.
2: Love pudding. I know. That's going to be the name of my second daughter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so so, so want to backtrack a little bit. Yeah. All right. So we discussed spanking. What about washing the mouth out? Oh, oh I, was uh, that. I don't
2: know. If that, I don't know if that's acceptable, like putting soap in their mouth. Yeah, I don't even know if that's Amanda- effective.
1: Personally, uh, Amanda's mom would just take the liquid soap and put a squirt right in their mouth. Right. Not even like Lister- Listerine or a bar of soap. Just had him open it and put a squirt of the liquid Crows. dial in there. <laughs> and, oh, and, and, I'm, is this, so this for gross. using like
2: for using God's name in vain or something like that?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, shit, fuck, damn it. Crap. Um, whore. Yeah. As this is a family show, things like, so. Th- things like that.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I guess like, you know, why is cursing bad, right? I guess my discussion would be more around that. And I, I cannot imagine myself
0: uh, washing out. Remy's mouth. I can't either. Okay. Yeah, I don't think that's what I. I definitely. I know that's what I won't do. No, I, I. think I. I hope to,
2: like that she cares about what I think and, uh, like what I feel and like that our relationship matters to her and that you know these actions damage that, and that will serve as some sort of punishment. The classic, like I'm disappointed in you, um, and I think that that punishment carries a lot more weight if you have sincerely invested enormous amounts of time and love into that individual. So yeah, I'm hoping that spanking. by front-loading with love and investment and time, that when I, something happens, that me being disappointed, that me communicating that this isn't acceptable, that, that carries a harsher punishment than
0: soap in the mouth would. But maybe that's idealistic. So good. I, I love that. I That. I'm doing that. So...
2: Yeah, I I think I just finished a cocktail pretty fast and it hit me all of a sudden and that that's what I came up with. <laughs> I <laughs> so, like that. No, it's really good. Yeah. Well said. No, I feel really good about him. I think that sums <laughs> up my parenting style. Now that I really think about him.
0: So Steve recently got uh, appointed as a uh, professor of medicine and a pretty badass promotion. Otherwise, too, but I'll leave that to him if he wants to talk about it. But I assistant director. Per- <laughs> you, you. Sorry. Uh. So wait, yeah. is the woman your boss then?
1: Yeah. Is it assistant director or assistant to
2: No Director. Technically Remy is the assistant to the director. I'm gonna have that shirt made.
0: Right. (laughs) That's awesome. But But anyway, I heard your professor. That woman's my boss and
2: she's a complete badass. And I have enormous respect for her. So I've been kind of like yeah, learning from her parenting style. But anyway, sorry, Austin, I interrupt.
0: No, no, I was saying I heard your professorial vibes come out there. I think you're going to be really good.
2: I also took a personality test today that told me I talk too much and think too much of myself. So I should probably tone it down a bit. But uh, thanks. Thank you for the adulation.
0: I think that's true of everyone on this podcast right now thinks too much of you, not ourselves. Oh, Tony. Just kidding. You're perfect.
2: Um, I interviewed my dad. Um, I am considering a side project about uh, interviewing dads. That would be yeah. the name of it. And I like it. You know, it talks it talks about their experience uh, with fatherhood, mm-hmm. and it, it was a really interesting experience, you know, hearing him talk about what made him parent the way he did. And I think we've all recognized the cyclical nature of parenting, right? Like, you know, his dad perhaps, uh, you know, didn't give him the love and affection he was looking for, mm-hmm. and you know, my dad loved me like crazy. I can't even tell you how many times we would, you know, like watch movies and, like, wrestle on the floor and just, like, hang out and spend so much time together. And so I think, like, you always try to give your kid what you didn't have. Yeah. Uh, and um, that's interesting, and I, I think something to be aware of when you're parenting your own kid, that you want to give them what you didn't have, but also consider the good things you did and make sure you give them that.
0: Yeah. We should post that sometime. I think people would like that. Thanks. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that. It should. Something I want to talk about, and I actually meant to read up on it. I thought this was going to be the one place where my uh, legal background could come in to help. And I think eventually it will if I do the research. But it's sharenting and uh, privacy rights of young children. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't think I can overstate how how serious uh, technology has become in terms of recognizing faces, uh, stealing, yeah. stealing data. Um, and the second you put them online, which I've done, so I'm not criticizing people. I do it all the time. Uh, they're out there and their face is recognized by Facebook and Google and Amazon. Um, how far is too far? What's appropriate? Do you keep them entirely off? Are you one of those people? Um, do you post every five seconds, which is obnoxious? Uh, are you one of those people? What's the answer? Um, I don't know the the privacy rights that they have. There is an answer out there, I believe uh, I'll read up on it and get back to everyone, but I just want to hear your opinions. Ooh, Nick, I want to hear from you. What are your thoughts? I don't post much, anyways.
1: Um, I think you know an occasional post here and there, especially if it's like a family pic or something's fine. But for those jackasses that put every waking moment of their kid's life on Facebook or Snapchat or something, fuck,
0: so annoying. It can be. It can be a little much. It is so annoying.
2: I have like you know, on one hand, you know they are so invested in their child that they want to share that and I think especially for you know, a stay-at-home parent when you're um, spending so much time with that individual, this is your life it, it is all consuming and you want to share that and I think that perhaps eases the burden of being that stay-at-home parent when you can still have a voice and still connect and still have a community of people invested in your child but it can get to be too much, there's no doubt about that
1: and, and it not only becomes too much for other people but it I really do feel that having a camera everywhere we go now on our phone, I feel like it takes away the moment to an extent. Because right. sure. if you're constantly yeah. just having it out videoing, taking pictures, whatever it is, you're missing just sitting back and really being able to enjoy it. And For sure. that's that's one thing when people, you know, just want to take pictures all the time. I'm like, just sit back, just enjoy it.
2: Yeah. I don't want Remy's, like, first memory to be of me, like, holding a phone, obstructing my face, capturing her being proud. You know what I mean? Like, I imagine, yeah. I want her, me to be, like, beaming at her. Yeah. And that's what she remembers, not not me holding a phone being staring, an idiot.
0: Staring at her yeah. through a screen when she's right in front of right. you. Yeah. And yeah. I, Try, trying like, to get the
1: perfect picture when you can just, yeah. you know. And you're going to have, I mean, I'm sure we all have well over a thousand pictures of her. Gorgeous daughters over oh, on all our phone. All how time. many of those are we gonna look at?
2: Here's the st- I here's do, I do look at them a lot. I get lonely at work, and I scroll through my photos of my baby. And it, it makes me so happy.
0: I do the same thing. I know. Here's what I want to say: like people who post their babies constantly, your babies are adorable, and like who cares what we think? But not, so not I, as cute as ours. My sure. My concern though is honestly for the. I know it sounds absurd. The kid's privacy. Like they can't consent right. to that right now. We um, haven't touched uh, on that. That's and a good point. It, they cannot consent and so uh technology is becoming so powerful that there will be repercussions for it i'm not saying like people are gonna steal their social security some number somehow with their face but just like even if it's at a party when they're 18 uh and one of their friends looks at their mom's facebook and sees this weird picture of them and shares it with the party um, that's a very real thing you have to consider and so uh, that's kind of the approach we're taking. I don't mind if Ophelia gets posted. I just want people, if they're going to post a picture of her, to ask me first and to leave her name out of it. And that's kind of where we've landed so far. I, I, I think, think that's going like kind th- that of the sounds extreme fair. end,
2: though. That's going to be hard. That's going to be hard to do. That's going to be a part-time job.
1: Yeah. yeah. I just, I mean, like, as far as the whole privacy thing, I, f- I mean, I don't know. Obviously that we haven't, we're not at a point where that's crossed that yet, I feel, with, with how long technology's been around, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not really too concerned about the whole privacy thing, but that's. I mean, you be know, like I think I said, you if should. Other be, people though, Nick, if other people that are posting it, you know, then yeah, I definitely want to know. But I guess we just don't post much. So, Nick, you should tap into your libertarian roots
2: and her think of your daughter's individual rights and that you know how that's being violated. It's it's serious. It, it really is. I, I see where Austin's coming from.
0: As I say her name on a on a podcast that's on the internet forever. Um, yeah, and listened to uh, by yeah. thousands. Pod- Podcast I- is brought to you by Ophelia. Really? <laughs> so, <laughs> Sorry, no, you <laughs> can manage edit- edit- the hypocrisy <laughs> of exactly what I was saying, and everyone should judge me for it. But at least her picture is not up here. Um, so anyway, there is actually some. If you guys get on SSRN or something, go to the law section, you can actually read law review articles about privacy rights of children. I have not read them. But I plan on it. I bookmarked them. And I went to do that before this episode, and I didn't.
2: So that's Thank you, looking. Malcolm Gladwell,
0: for the SSRN recommendation. Right? I'll just I'll just take your cliff notes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Now
0: that we're on, you know, he's almost on our level in terms of podcast audience, I think. So it's like, if we can give him a shout out and lift his profile, we should. I agree. Yeah.
2: I know. Yeah, Malcolm and I talked about this episode, and uh, he felt good about what we, we were going to say.
0: Yeah. So what are the other hot topics? Privacy, for me, that's a big one, and and social media. Uh, But I I know that uh, some people are worried about, well, I don't know, public-private school, that's a big parenting choice. Is that too much for now? Do we talk about that now?
2: Well, that is one of our big topics uh, coming up uh, in the upcoming oh, episodes. Let's is wait. Let's how wait. how you address that, you know, do you choose a daycare that has, you know, like a preschool attached? Mm-hmm. Like do they do they need fancy preschool when they're 4 months old mm-hmm. or can you uh, like do fancy preschool later? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know these answers, but like these are something that all of us are considering.
0: It seems like a big deal. Yeah, you cut out for a little bit, so I'm just going to say indeed. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate when you just agree with me. Yeah. Well, then, Steve, what else do you got for us? What, what should we touch Wait, on?
1: Well, I, there is another very pressing thing that I don't know how many people really consider. Kobe? Tell um, me. Too, was it? Yeah, I got to make... It was too soon. Again. So the other, the other pressing thing that I think everyone should really take a deep thought of is what fake fact should you teach your child... Something that they won't find out till they're probably in, in their teen years.
0: The hard pasta at Pasta House is like chips at Mexican restaurants. You're supposed to eat them. <laughs> that actually happened to the ma- one of the McElroy brothers, uh, great podcasting greats there. Uh, and I had to uh, shout it out.
2: Sick reference, bro.
0: I was listening to his the episode when he learned that his brothers did that to him.
2: That's a good I, one. I really like the one of um, convince your child that they had a tail when they were born. And that you really went back and forth and struggled on what to do with the tail. And, you know, when they were, you know, two or three, you decided to have it amputated. Uh, and then they always, like, wonder why they were born with a tail. <laughs> That's good. Nick, Nick uh,
1: uh, did you have anything in mind with this? Oh, I, I, I pulled up a list the other day. I was reading them to Austin. They were good. Uh, if you swallowed chewing gum, your poops would bounce up and down. Oh, nice. Which is true. The yeah. right boob is regular milk. The left boob is chocolate milk. Oh, sweet. And the response on here, the girl says that she thought that was real until health class in high school. Oh, shit. I'm better yeah, at Education the... has really failed our kids, haven't
0: they? Yeah. Or, or every time you lie, baby Jesus gets diarrhea. Man. I can't wait to tell I... them, like, we used to have fall, and they'll think it's a lie, but it's actually true. We're not. We're not <laughs> oh, because doing... <laughs> fall no longer exists? Yeah. Or, like Australia. Yeah. Um, it's probably too soon for that, isn't it?
2: Okay. What's left of it? I <laughs> don't
0: know. <laughs> yeah. I know. Like uh, koala bears used to be real. Uh, no one I will honestly, ever believe that, right? I They'll can't always wonder that.
2: if they were real.
0: I cannot. Uh, no. Kangaroos, honestly, are, they sound fake if you describe them. So that would be a right. good one, too. Okay. This got yeah. really sad. So let's go back to what would I say? I, I was, Nathan, my brother, always did them to me as a sibling. So I'm very used to those. The uh, adoption one um, that kind of stuff I haven't thought about it from a parenting perspective
2: I know we I think we do need to fuck with our kids right if we sure. don't do it someone else
1: will do it first uh, so we need to teach them to the lay of the land a little bit the, the large gathering of, of birds on telephone wires are called bird consoles <laughs> huh
0: okay mm-hmm. yeah that looks so good
2: I think teaching them like, you know, like terminology that's not accurate or appropriate is a really great <laughs> idea. Uh, we'll have to assemble a list, Nick, and I
0: think you are best suited to do that. BM- Come on BMWs it. are called little nug-nugs, stuff <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, well, I think our you know, influence... On Our Babies Can't Be Understated, Uh, and I'm I'm proud to embark on this adventure with you guys, and we clearly have a lot more to talk about, and I'm excited to see how our kids do as we start implementing these, uh, you know, nefarious parenting choices.
0: Right. I hope people listening just at least got the ball rolling on think about it themselves. We don't even have the answers yet. We're still figuring it out. But uh, if you're you're just about to have a kid, start thinking about it, uh, and just get an idea where you're going to fall. I think we have a wide range between the three of us, honestly. So uh, no one size fits all. Should we wrap it up here, boys?
2: I think so. I all like right. what you had to
0: say. Cool, um, Nick. Do you have any? Wait, do we have a a little nug nug of advice? Adjust the tip. <laughs> I I do not have
2: adjust the tip of the week. I don't, but we will next episode. So there is something
1: indeed to tune in for. Can either of and you, I hear the. I hear the squeeze me trains coming back next episode
0: too. Hear,
2: oh, well, a tip of the week and squeeze me train?
0: Don't I don't want to get people's hopes up, but I did hear a little toot toot off in the distance. Mm, uh, that was me. Oh, okay.
2: I'm so sorry.
0: Nick, make up a tip. I of, hel- Nick, make up a tip of I the mic. Hel- I would
1: have I would held the mic to my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I pray that never happens, but more for me, more than the listeners, but uh Nick, uh would you would you take us out? Yeah. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, it's that time again to make like a baby and head out. That's the tip of the week. Tip <laughs> of the week. It's coming next week. The tip.
0: The tip. The best tip you've ever uh, seen. Next week. I've never seen a tip so good. Next week. I can't post next that week. part. Okay. Next week. All right, guys. I'm stopping the recording.
2: Slap it and burp it. Slap, slap, it and burp it. Slap it, slap and burp Guys, that was that was pretty solid work. Yeah, I feel good about it. All right. Please leave that Please leave that whole. Stopping the recording.